launching the Justice Department's first ever Office of Environmental Justice oh, good Lord. to oversee and help guide the Justice Department's wide-ranging environmental justice efforts. That's my funk coming out all over you on a Friday. Funky Friday. We're in Friday. Ow. Spending too much time with Amber Heard for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what what you're talking about, man. What you mean by that, man? Nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) There is so much stuff in today's news that I don't, I'm kind of, I'm scattered because I don't know where to start, so I'm just going to dive. You want to dive in? We can dive in there. Right. Uh, yeah, I want to start with a phone call I got from you as I was pulling into the parking lot. This because there's nothing like getting a phone call from a heavily armed Trey Ware. <laughs> Is that where you want to start? Asking you to meet him in the parking Is lot. Is that where so. you want to start right there? <laughs> Somebody yeah. start, that's right. Somebody started banging on my window. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought it might be you. That's why I called you because right. I have had senators. No, no kidding. Hey, this is not a joke, corn pop. Yeah. I've had senators bang on this window thinking that the, the door to the station is locked and how do I get in for my interview? Senators <laughs> right. banging on this window. So when there was banging going on this morning, I just thought maybe you had forgotten your key, dropped your key. Uh, Don Cooper did that to me one day. Right. He had gone outside, I don't know why, and left his key inside, and so he couldn't get in. So he comes around and starts banging everywhere. And so anyway, uh, yeah, that's not a smart – that's not good. That's not a no. smart idea. So I called you and said, hey, uh, where are you at? <laughs> where are you at? Yeah, I thought you wanted me to make a beer run or something. Well, that's that, I was ready to turn around and go back. We'll do that later. All right. But uh, can you? You can't buy beer this this time of day, can you? Well, it depends on who you know. Well, okay. <laughs> Don's got the contacts on the beer. <laughs> I'm not a big beer drinker. Maybe one or two a year. But yeah. hey, you know, today right. might be a good day to start. Sure. After banging on my wall bag, yeah. So let's see. There's that. Let me just ask you a question. Uh, just you know, hypothetically. Okay. If you have been crying, and I can't imagine you crying. You're a big, strong, burly football kind of guy with bad shoulders like me. But you've been crying, and you want to blow the snot out your nose. Mm-hmm. You put the Kleenex to your nose. Is that right? Right. Okay. Snot rag. You put that up to your nose. Do you blow or do you suck in? Well, of course you, you blow your nose. Because you want to get it out. Right, yeah. You don't suck in. No. Okay. I'm just checking because um, I, I've been watching the Amber Heard testimony. She's, she's weird as it gets. Um, so, first of all, these people have been watching this. And they, <laughs> she's busted, man. Such a so, so busted because these guys have been watching it. It's in the New York Post this morning, and they've been going through and they've been taking her lines of testimony, and comparing them to lines of famous movies throughout history. And she has apparently, I don't know, I'm not accusing her of anything, but apparently she's been up there reading lines from movies. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know movies. Right. You know. The, the dead giveaway was being married to Johnny Depp is like a box of chocolates. Right. You never, right. You never know what you're going to get. Or I really thought this was going to be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. What did she Elaine was. The other day it was, or, or the other day it was, we'll always have Paris, you know. <laughs> what? What are you saying? You need a microphone and, and doing lines. Yeah. Right, right. She's yeah. up there reading lines. Reading lines and reading doing lines. lines. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, um, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, if I put a Kleenex in my nose to get something out of my nose, I'm going to blow, not suck in. And then I'm not going to rub my gums and my nose afterwards. But, you know. Start licking your own teeth. Every, everybody's yeah. different. I don't I don't have any idea. But uh, so that's out there. Perhaps uh, she was not taught proper Kleenex etiquette at some point. No, no that's knows? right. How to use it properly. Right, yeah. Amber tried blowing into it, not sucking from it and so, and, uh, the, so the video that you showed you showed us this morning yeah it, it's her sitting on the stand in the courtroom right and she's crying emotional right. yeah and, of course. and she brings a, a tissue yeah. to her face right and it appears that she is snorting something that was well, contained I, in the tissue i don't i'm not saying that i'm not going to go there it appears she's that a, I, uh-huh she's a booger eater Right, I think that, <laughs> instead of blowing it out, 
Yeah. She's sucking it, sucking the boogers further up her nose. And I, I don't know. That's just really weird. Yeah. And then, then there's the one where she's talking to one of her attorneys, and she's got this, uh, you know, like a water bottle in her hand. Like, you see me drink out of every day in here? Yeah. Water bottle? And she's unscrewing the top, and then one of the bailiffs walks by, and she screws the top and then shoves it down in her in her pocket real fast to hide the bottle from the bailiff and you're going what are you doing What's, is this a big middle finger to the whole system like hey 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 yeah. i'm still you know i don't know i have no idea she i don't want to share her drink maybe yeah. you know she didn't uh <laughs> she didn't want it to be but you know water has an odor to it i guess i don't know i have no she, idea she saw the bailiff drinking a different brand <laughs> <laughs> so there's that that's going it's, it was weird you know the the whole day yesterday was weird i if I were to cry, and I, I admit, you know, I'm a big, strong man, you know, when I leave here, I put on those, uh, what are those, those flannel shirts, you know, and I go chop yeah. wood when I leave here, sure. with my bare hands, by yeah, the way. It's like the brawny paper towel. That's right. Those, I right? do that all the time. But I, yeah. but I actually cut down trees with my bare hands. Yeah. I don't need an axe or anything like sure. that. Chainsaw, for wussies, you wusses, we're using chainsaws. But anyway, um, I've cried. I have, you know, and uh, so... I've been there, but I always blow from my nose and not suck in. So, anyway, there's that in yeah. the news today. So, that's in the news. Snotgate. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> uh, George W. has actually lost his mind. He really has lost his mind, totally and completely. He had a, um, a Zoom call with Zelensky from Ukraine and called him Winston Churchill. So you you thought Biden was bad. Yeah, well, the resemblance is uncanny. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of these guys, Esper's got a book out now. The former SecDef, he's got a book out that says Trump wanted to bomb Mexico. No, I saw that this morning. <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to send missiles into drug labs yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, all right. Now finally somebody's going to take care of the fentanyl problem. Yep. And Esper said, no, we're not going to bomb. Well, why not? It's just drones. We can. You can do Perfectly targeted drones. <laughs> It'll be huge. Why not? Yes, a huge explosion. He he wasn't talking about the mother of all bombs. Right. He was talking about more like when he took out, decapitated the terrorist head in Iran. Right. Mm -hmm. What was that guy's name? General Hoofenboof. What was his name? Somebody tell me his name. The general over there that he took out. Remember? And then I got all man. Soleimani. Thank you. That's close to hoof and boof. So, <clears throat> anyway, it was going to be a targeted strike of the, um, the the cartels that have all these drug labs down in Mexico. And we know where they are, apparently. We've seen them on satellite. We have the intelligence. And, and he said, why don't you just throw some drones that way and take it out? You know, and then you take out the drug problem. There wouldn't be any more drugs coming across the border. And Esper said, no, we're not going to do that, Mr. President. And then the you know, New York Times has their panties in a wad about it this morning because anything that they can talk about other than the, the buffoon in the White House right now, they'll, they'll get their panties in a wad over. <clears throat> but, you know, a targeted strike against their, uh, their, the cartels in Mexico, which is a failed state, by the way. <clears throat> it's a failed state. There is, the government down there is a puppet. Uh, much like our own, our own government is a puppet government, or the people that you see is a puppet. But down there, it truly is a puppet government. It's not real. It's not a real government. It's not being run by the people that you see. Mm -hmm. It's being run by, you know, yeah, the guys well, with the a big gun. The difference is they don't try to hide it. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. They're, they're out about it. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, we all know. Okay, speaking of being out, one more thing. <clears throat> I, I'm guessing that, and, and I, don't, I don't know, I'm just guessing, that we're getting to the point where when you meet somebody, you shake their hand, and I guess, and instead of just saying, well, okay, let me put it this way. How do you do it when you meet somebody for the first time? You shake their hand, right? Yes. And there's typically right. maybe an introduction, or you do the introduction. So how do you do your own introduction when you meet somebody, first time? Just tell them my name. How does it go? Depends on the situation. All right. Hi, I'm Don Morgan. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, what do you do? I work at KTSA. I'm Don Morgan. I work at KTSA. Right. I'm newsman at KTSA. Right. Right? Something like that? Or, Although, I'm Elaine, Don Morgan. I'm George's husband. Elaine will tell you the first time I met her, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> of course. It's Elaine. Well, how do you do it, Chris? What do you do? I just say, I work with Trey Ware. That's all yeah, you got to say right yeah. there, and then immediately you're arrested. So, um, 
Uh, and Elaine, I'm sure, does the same thing. Um, I'm just curious now that we introduce people with their sexual preferences. <laughs> Yesterday, Jen Saki calls us Karen Lafayette up there to introduce her as the new press secretary. And she says, I'm so happy to introduce to you. You know her. Everybody in this room knows her. But she's the first black woman, LGBTQI2A+, plus, that will serve in this position. And I'm like, I don't care. Why? Yeah. You know, we got teachers at the schools standing up in front of elementary kids and kindergartners going, I'm pansexual. I'm super gay. I'm really queer. That's what they're doing to kids in the school. And now, from the White House, I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Next time they, they have, uh, what was her name that, that was for, for Donald Trump that did the, the work, uh, blonde-haired girl? She's on Fox now. What was her name? Yeah, McEnany, Katie McEnany. I'm having a bad day remembering names right now. Katie McEnany. Is she supposed to get up there and go, I'm a straight white woman. I like guys. Is that what, the, what we're supposed to do now? Is that how this is supposed to work? Is that now where we are in American culture? You, when you introduce yourself, hi, I'm Don Morgan. Nice to meet you. I'm a straight white male. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if these are well, yeah, are these qualifications? I don't know. And if so, what exactly does the job entail? I'm just wondering if they're trolling. Like you know, she's black LGBTQ. So any others in here? Yeah, here she is. Mm-hmm. Saturday night. I don't. Oh, oh. The other thing is, she's married to a chick who's an anchoress on CNN. She's married to a chick who's an anchoress on CNN. Did you know that? No, I didn't have What's her name? Mulvane? Mulvane? Mulvaney? Huh? Suzanne Mulvane or whatever. She's married to her. So CNN, as we all know, mm-hmm. is the mouthpiece for the Biden administration and will become even more of a mouthpiece. Mouthpiece. For, CN- for the Biden administration, because now the press secretary is married to an anchor on CNN. Susan Mulvo. How do you say it? Mulvo? Did I say it? Am I close? Well, my French, I haven't, I haven't been to France in a while. Well, French is not all that great. I've been to Mexico. I can say it in, 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 uh, in Mexican, I, I Spanish. Think, I think your head's still there, to be honest with you. <laughs> not remembering names today. I know, it's bad. Yeah. Well, you know, it's my last day before vacation. Yeah, that's, you're, on, you're in pre-vacation <laughs> mode. And somebody banging on my window my door. It's vacation time. I'm watching Amber Heard do something on the stand. Well, I, I have no idea what it is. And uh, I, this is my last day oh, before well, I go going crazy. That was your vacation knocking at the window. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, probably go, was. Yeah. Probably was. Well, hurry up. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was your Uber driver. You, you guys know I airport. didn't get one last year because, you know, I, I, stayed, sure. on, I stayed on board for obvious reasons. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, like, really psyched out about next week. I'm psyched. I'm like, holy crap. You mean I can really take Yeah, you're t- wound up more than usual. Yeah. I may have to sit on you before the day's over just to calm you down a little bit. Hi, I'm Trey Ware. I'm a straight white male, just so you understand, <laughs> before you do any sitting or yeah, squatting. Well, Not for long. Yeah, well, you won't be. <laughs> when you're done with me. Oh, five minutes to change your mind, fella. <laughs> Good time to take a break. Alash, congratulating KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. Sorry to see you go. Are you? <laughs> Not really. Come on and do it. Do it. Do it till you're satisfied. Do it, do it, do it, do it satisfied. Whatever it is. Do it, do it till you're satisfied. Go on and do it, do it, do it till you're satisfied. Just so you'll know, he's talking about dancing. When that first came out, 70, 75, 75. Uh, first time I played it on the radio, it was like, phones lit up. That's nasty. That's nasty. And I like nasty. Play it again. <laughs> no, it's not. He's talking about dancing. That was a dance song. Come on and do it. Do it. Do it till you're satisfied. He wasn't talking about the other thing. Get your mind out the gutter. Mm-hmm. See, that's you. You got the nasty. You got the nasty between your ears. That's not what he's talking about. It's a dance song. If you ever saw the video and saw them do it, BT Express, by the way, you'd know he's talking about right. dancing, man. Come mm-hmm. on and do it till you're satisfied. And you fell for that. <laughs> well, I, I was 12 years old at the time. Yeah. You know, somebody right. said that I was going to fall for it, I guess. Yeah, I don't sure. know. <laughs> Made sense. I don't know. I have no idea. I was just a kid, you know. Right. 
Didn't know I, the clever. The, the most clever use of that song I, I heard was uh, they used it for a, a commercial for O Henry candy bars, and it instead of do it till you're satisfied, it was chew it till chew you're it sat- till you're satisfied. <laughs> I never loved a hamburger more than when I saw Barry White sing about hamburgers. Yeah, there you go. You know, right? That was just <laughs> I had to have it. You know, still do. Yeah. Think about Barry White singing about anything makes me have to have it. You know. <laughs> Hey, baby, why don't you come drink some oil out your car? Okay. Yeah, Chris, don't play any Barry White today. <laughs> We're all in danger. We're going <laughs> to be off the rails today. And it's only coffee. Right. Wait till 9.15. Yeah. Uh, okay, New York Times tweeting, Elon Musk grew up in elite white communities in South Africa, detached from apartheid atrocities, and surrounded by anti-black propaganda. This is the New York Times. He sees his takeover of Twitter as a free speech win, but his youth did not suffer the effects of misinformation. Okay, a couple of quick things about this. First of all, I've been telling you this is about them losing power, right? Right. The whole Twitter thing, the whole abortion thing is about them losing their control, their hold on all the power over your life. That is exactly what this ministry of truth thing is. They're losing their control over you, and they're going to control you. The Ministry of Truth is aimed at MAGA supporters. Please look at the big picture. Please listen to the big picture and what they're doing. What Merrick Garland announced yesterday, the Office of Environmental Equity from the Justice Department. Wait a minute. We have real crimes in this country. We have people shot, killed, murdered, broad daylight assassinated there's a video i was watching this morning dude sitting outside of a panda express somewhere in the country and these guys jump out and you know uh the the stormtrooper kind of looking all the black not the white stormtroopers from the movies but i'm talking about and all the black from head to toe and they got really big guns they jump out of a Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, and they waylay this guy in the back seat. Bang, 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 blow him to bits, man. Get back in the Grand Cherokee and drive off. This is in the United States. And Merrick Garland, can I say something about him too, please? We started with his, do you have that handy, Chris, by any chance? We started with that soundbite with Merrick Garland this morning. Now, I'm not going to pick on him specifically, But let's just play a second or two of it, and then I want to make a comment about it. Today, I am announcing three actions that the department is taking to advance environmental justice. First, consistent with the president's executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad, we are issuing... That's fine. The comment I wanted to make is, if you you appoint... I'm president. I'm going to appoint an attorney general who is charged with being an independent person and going after criminals all that and uh, enforcing the laws of the land then i want a big ballsy brass kind of guy you know what i'm saying i want a guy with a voice like this going hey we're gonna get you we're gonna get it i don't want this an office of environmental justice what is that i know what it is they're gonna go after people based on your car is too smoky you know, your cow is farting. All these things, they're going to start going after you. Oh, it farted in a black neighborhood. Don't let your cow fart in a black neighborhood. Because that, yeah, you're going to prison for a long time. We have real crime. And now they're, they refuse to deal with the real crime, and they're going after, they're starting to make up crimes now. <laughs> they're making up crimes now instead of dealing with the real crimes. in our. You know why? Because the real crime is what's happening at the border. That's the real crime. And instead of doing that, and instead of getting the guys who pull up in front of a Panda Express and blow a dude away in the back, no, they're not going to care about that. That's that's fine. The dude that tackles Dave Chappelle the other day tried to kill him on the stage because he had a knife in his pocket. To me, that's attempted murder. Hello, that's attempted murder. That Gasson guy out in Los Angeles let him off. He just basically said, I'm going to give you a slap on the wrist, okay? I'm sorry. He had a freaking knife, and he went after a comedian. So why don't you then, just as I said about Will Smith making it okay for this guy to do it, when Will Smith did it and got away with it and Will Smith was praised, when those guys went up and hugged Will Smith, it's okay, baby, it's okay. And when, when Will Smith should have been hauled out of the Oscars in handcuffs, you would have been, you would have been. 
Now it's okay for this guy to run on stage, try to stab uh, Dave Chappelle, in my view. Allegedly, supposedly. He had a knife. A slap on the wrist. So, folks, don't be surprised when one of your favorite entertainers is killed on stage. Chris, remember Dimebag? Don't be surprised when one of your favorite entertainers Lime on stage gets killed because, because they're soft on crime. Because they will not prosecute these suckers. When they do stuff like this, instead of prosecuting them, hauling them off the... And it should, have started, it, stood, it should have started with Will Smith. They should have hauled him out of there. But instead, they let him sit back down and scream expletives at Chris Rock. Should have hauled him out in handcuffs. Now it's okay to do it. This guy, uh, slap on the wrist. What wasn't charged with a felony? Charged with a little misdemeanor. And he had a knife in his pocket knife so do not be surprised and mark these words what is today 5 6 22 at 5 30 don't be surprised mark my words when one of your favorite entertainers is killed on stage it's because they didn't do anything about it right now instead of stringing these guys up you know going for them and getting them and pu- you know throwing the book at them instead of doing that it just whatever it's okay baby it's all right okay you remember this. You remember it happened. Okay, uh, when we come back, uh, the White House, uh, speaking of that, I'm going to get on that too because the White House says it's okay if you want to go protest at the Supreme Court's houses, the houses of the justices. Just what a huge event this is in American politics. The Democrats have won a popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. Roe is over two to one in approval. And Alito and them said, we don't care. We're not fair and we don't care. And all the Democrats are going to do is sit around and talk about veganism and pronouns. And to some extent, that is a justified opinion that they have. Because, James Carville, it, they're not politicians. They're going by the law. Hey, so when you blow your nose, do you usually stick your pinky up in your nose to blow it? That would kind of defeat the purpose, wouldn't it? Well, I, I would I mean, think it that was, it would, but yeah. Amber Heard sticks her pinky in her nose before she blows. <laughs> Actually, she's not blowing. She's, uh, yeah. oh, that, that felt much better to suck my boogers in instead of, you know. I'm just saying. I don't mean to be gross, but yeah. it's really, oh, what, what are you shaking your head at for? Man, it's really gross. It's really gross. But anyway. But the, the, the images make it appear as though she's... Uh, just, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously. I, I usually blow when I've been crying. dance with the devil's dandruff over there at the <laughs> courthouse. Oh, God, no, stop it. Stop. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just no. saying I usually blow. Right. Um, okay, so... But in the video that you showed me this morning... There's no blowing going on, no. that's for sure. No. It, it would appear. It would appear, yeah. To the average person. That's right. Uh, something else. Yeah. Um, so, uh, northbound 35. Let me just clear this up real quick instead of... It would appear there's a problem on 35. Northbound 35, Jeez, next never, to the no-tell motel... never happens. What's that? Problem on 35. I know. Oh, well, wait. It's yeah. gonna. This is going to get better. Yeah. At the no-tell motel, there's a uh, fire yep. right there at Weedner on the northbound side. Mm-hmm. People are freaked out. It's on the access road, but people on 35 are freaking out. What is going on over there? There's a bunch of flashing lights. Well, but, yeah, that's over there. You don't have to slow down on 35. Don't hit your brakes on 35 north at Weedner. Right. Because everything is over there. It's not on your road. It's not on 35. Stop it. Quit stopping. And Keep he- going. And here's some advice, because we, we work in this neighborhood. We spend a lot of time of our you know, in this neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, I, I, li- I grew up here. This a, is my a life. A lot of flashing lights in the middle of the night. It's normal. Yeah. <laughs> Banging on the window here. It's normal. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I just want to say to you guys there at the city um, that are over there tending, I thank you for what you're doing. Firefighters and all you guys are putting your life at risk to put out the fire to no-tail motel. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know the no-tail motel. <laughs> yeah, you get the hourly rates That's posted right. on the wall. You there, got right? that, right? Paying cash. Um, so, but on the other side of of the other, the, this is on the northbound side. On the southbound side, hey, guys, there's been a mattress in the speed lane for an entire <laughs> week. You know what I'm talking about? You know it. what I'm yeah, talking about, don't yeah. you? Yeah, because you come that way. Yeah, I do every every morning. And I see it there. So right. it's a king size. It's not like a little bitty tiny baby's mattress. It is a king sized freaking mattress that's been in the speed lane all week, right. <laughs> this entire week, and possibly before then, because I just started coming back to the studio on Monday. Right? Has it been there longer than this week? No, I think I I just noticed it like two days ago. No, oh no, oh no, sir, no sir. 
maybe that's when you noticed it. Right. I noticed it Monday morning. Right. Because that's the lane I drive in at that time of night. And I'm going, <laughs> it's right there, man. Right, right at Starlight, between Weedner and Starlight Terrace. Right. Right by the Hardy dealership. It's sitting right there. And it's been there all week. Now, how does that happen in a city like San Antonio that a piece of trash junk, uh, a mattress, a full king-size Chris, Elaine, we're telling you it's a full king-size mattress that's in the speed lane. I mean, not whole to- totally. It's got like the corner of it in the speed lane. The rest of it is there in the in the median up against the wall. But yeah. enough of it is in the speed lane where you got to go, go, go around it a little bit. How does that last there all week in a, in a major metropolitan city like San Antonio? We're not talking about Podunkville, are we? Are we? That's up for debate. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, part of me, when I saw it, I thought, well, you know, they're installing a new rest stop. They are. They really are. Retired motorists. Want to pull over, lay down, take a little nap. I'm quite sure that's for the no-tail motel. (laughs) If you can't afford the rates, there's a mattress. That's some really good memory foam. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. There's memory foam right there. I'm telling you right now. No, memory. Oh, okay. But anyway, (laughs) it's laying right there. What what's the guy's name? Eric Walsh downtown. That's the city manager, right? Eric yeah, Walsh. Right. Hey, Eric. <laughs> what's up, dude? I mean, you can pay a lot of money. I mean, not as much as Cheryl was, but I know you're probably frustrated, mad about that. But you know, still, can we not get somebody out there in a pickup truck to pick up the mattress on I thirty five? It's not the- even like it's a farm to market road in the no. middle of nowhere. It's I thirty five. If you want. <laughs> Give me a hundred bucks, I'll do it. I'm not giving you a hundred bucks. Not you. Oh, the city. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you would have thunk that somebody would have gone and picked it up just so they'd have a mattress. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Somebody would. Somebody would have. You know, my, my wife. When we moved from our last house 20 years ago to the house we're in now, she was smart. It took us a year to do the, the whole process of moving and all that. So she got rid of everything. She knew she wanted to start with new furniture and all that kind of stuff moving into a new house, right? She wanted all new furniture and everything. Right. So she started to get rid of everything as we were getting ready to move a year ahead of time. I'm going to get rid of this. I'm gonna, hey, do you want that? Do you want that chair? Do you want this? Do you want that table? Do you want the I'm giving it to friends and stuff. And so uh, we ended up, the last month we were in that old house, we had one couch, and it was an ugly couch. We thought it was cool when we bought it. It was one of those that's covered in roses. <laughs> you know, the yes. No, you did not. I did. Oh, come on. I sure as I'm sitting here right now. Why would I lie to you? I mean, that's humiliating to me. Why would I tell you something humiliating just to, you know, I, I, don't, do, I don't do that. I, you know me. I'm an open yeah. book. So it was an but ugly. You, did, you, did you pick that out? I think I did. No. <laughs> I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I think I probably did, yeah. So anyway, it was an ugly rose couch, right? Ugly thing. And so that's what we kept to sit on for the last couple of months we were living in that house because you had to have something to sit on. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting on the floor most of the time. We gave away all of our furniture. So uh, came the time to, to move, and... All I did was I took that couch and I shoved it out to the end of the driveway and left that house to go moving. I didn't move it. I didn't get rid of it. I just shoved it. Came back the next morning. He's gone, baby. Wow. He's gone. Somebody mm-hmm. wanted a couch. That rose couch. Somebody got that rose couch sitting in their living room, right? Or maybe on the front porch next to the fridge. Could you probably be. could have gone back in 30 minutes and it would have been gone. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious, right? It happens. I mean, it is this side of town, so, you know. <laughs> well, you know, back to the mattress, you know, you mentioned the, the motel right there. Well, maybe it's one of their newer rooms. Right. That's kind of, that's what I was saying. That's, that's, room, that's room, room I-35. The I-35 room. Check, the room, check the, room the rates the on the wall, the yeah. hourly rates. And we have this room and this room and this room, and the I-35 room is only a dollar an hour. I don't <laughs> I have no idea, but it's sitting there. It has been all week. What would be cool is if, look, guys, if we got us a mannequin, and like a sheet and a pillow. Put that out there. Yeah, we could do that. Wouldn't it be cool if we went out there and put a mannequin and a sheet and a pillow on the yeah. mattress that's been laying on I-35 for a week? What well, do you think? see, why did you? Now I want to do that. Isn't that a good idea? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, let's or two. That. Let's let's make it better. Let's put two mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> and some type of compromising position, right? You're kind of a little pervert, two, aren't you? Two now, they'll have to be personikins. Uh, personikins, <laughs> yeah. I screwed it up, didn't I? I said mannequins, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, theakins. Get two theakins. Because <laughs> you never really know what they are anymore. I don't even know what I am. We were talking earlier. Everybody introduces themselves now like the, the new uh, press secretary, black, LGBTQ. I 
LGBTQI, um, uh, and, and the first one to serve in that position. That's how she was introduced yesterday. So I guess we all introduce ourselves with our pronouns and, and what our sex is, what we do. <laughs> so, hi, I'm Trey Ware. I'm straight white male. Go ahead, Chris. It's up to you now. Your turn. Chris, straight white male. Okay. Uh, Don? My name is Chris. I'm also a straight <laughs> No, it's not. It's Don. <laughs> as far as we know. I identify as Chris. I'm going to make wisecracks all day long. <laughs> anyway, that's a good idea. Somebody go out there and put some mannequins on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just make it a whole bunch of mannequins. Go pick up four or five. Oh, I'm sorry. Veyakins. And put them on that mattress, and maybe the mattress will get hauled off. It is a king size. It is a king size. There's plenty of room on that on that mattress. <laughs> Quick break. Traffic and action. Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. One, two, go. Stevie, it's Funky Friday. <laughs> You know, SRV does a pretty good version of this, too. Let's get the funk. What's next Friday? Anybody? What date is next Friday? Uh, uh. Anybody? It's the 13th, isn't it? Uh-huh. You got that right. So this is going to be on auto replay all next Friday morning. We're just going to keep playing this. I told Chris a minute ago, too, and we should just start putting dog barking in all of our commercials, and then when we do our bits, if he just throw it in every once, that's great. That's a great thing. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Greg Shelton brings his doggy in here, and I love her. I bought a, a bag full of treats. So when she comes in, she goes right over to my locker. <laughs> she does. Lacey. And she goes over, and she <laughs> and then she just sits by my jo- locker. Her name is Joseph. Lacey, Josie. Why did I say Lacey? What's wrong with me? Maybe you're thinking of your wardrobe. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, I'm checked out because next week is vacation, so I'm a little goofy this morning because I'm just ready. I'm ready. It's the first one in a long time, and I'm ready. Did I I mention I'm ready? Yeah, I think so. Did I mention there's a mattress on I-35? You did. Okay. All right. Well, I've done my job for the day. Now I can go home. If you get more done by 6 a.m. It's true. Than most people do all day. Truth, justice, the American way coming right out of this mouth right here. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Hold on a second here. Yeah, okay. We've spent the hour talking about an actress who was possibly snorting don't, cocaine no, on live No, I didn't say TV. that. No, I didn't this, say Don't say we, that. We talked about you, know, you having to escort me from the parking lot into the building this morning. That's true. somebody was out there. That did happen. You know, Lord knows what they were doing out there. Right. That is true. That did happen. You, you want to put... Uh, Personikins on a mattress I do. alongside the highway. That's right. Yes. And you, you've talked about going on vacation. That's right. That's okay. truth, justice, the American way. Is there anything else <laughs> more American than what you just talked about? What you just said? So he Nothing got, more American. He got an escort in? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He sure did. I didn't. Well, he, the, the, whoever was banging on the wall was gone by the time you got. He's gone by the time uh, I could get out there. Yeah. And they knew, hey, we here comes where better get to the run. Yeah. And they did. They they hit it and took off. But but, uh, but I have to tell you, when my phone rang, I was you know your name popped up on the screen in my car. Yeah. Right. And uh, and that can't be good. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. let's go. Maybe he needs me to stop at the store. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, and I hear, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing I thought was that you. You know, I thought no. you were banging trying to get in, and uh, no. maybe you lost your key or something. No, because here's the thing. Yeah, I know what you're carrying with you. Me. Know you know what I'm capable of. So I would never, in a million years, <laughs> bang on a window, stand you know, t- you know, ten feet behind you and bang on that wall. Bad idea. Yeah. It's a really bad idea. You know. Yeah, I, I don't encourage that at all. I've done some dangerous things in my right. life. Right. That's not going to be one of them. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You'd rather. Uh, Run your car at 120 miles an hour with the yeah. cops chasing you than do that. No, they're going to go sleep it off on a mattress that's on, it. 35. <laughs> on 35. Okay. That's it. Hey, can you stop and get that mattress for me on 35? Right, right, exactly. Right. You're on your way out. <laughs> yeah, guys, what are you banging on my wall for? Go, 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 the, the place to sleep over there. Uh, okay, so um, yesterday the White House declined to encourage uh, abortion activists to avoid protesting at the private residence of the Supreme Court. They've already put up this giant fence around the Supreme Court. Thank you, Joe Biden. I mean, he's encouraging this stuff. And then yesterday Jen Psaki was asked about this, and, and it's all good. If you want to go over to their houses, the, the White House is cool with it. Go ahead and protest over there. 
which means they are encouraging people to go to the private residences of Supreme Court justices. And then pro-abortion groups are going to target churches on Mother's Day. They're going to protest in churches this weekend. I'll tell you more about that after the top of the hour news with Don Morgan coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's Funky Friday, Red Friday, Itchy Nose Friday. Thing won't stop itching today. Good morning. I'm going to try to hold it together this hour. Last hour, we're just kind of all over the place because my last day. Today's my last day. Well, I'll be back <laughs> a week from now, but this is the last day for a few days. It's going to take a few days of R and R, which means I'll be working around the house. <laughs> That's my R and R. I thought you were going away. No, no, nope. it's R and R, baby. I'm going to be. No, yeah, I'm going to. No, I, I'll be working around the house all week because I, I got stuff I got to do. Uh-oh. I got stuff I got to handle. And that, right. to me, that's R and R. Stay at the house and do stuff. Sure. Catch up on stuff. And this is the time when I do it too. Like last time I took a day off, um, I hit. I, I pulled all the carpet out of the house. To put yeah, new I remember floors you in. talking about that. And I started at 2.48 a.m. <laughs> well, you weren't even on the air yet. You, weren't, no. you probably weren't even here yet. And uh, I got, got up and got my coffee, and I just started pulling carpet, man. So that's the kind of thing I'm going to be doing next week. Well, I, I don't right. need to do carpet, but I, you know what I mean. Honeydews and stuff, I've, I've been neglecting, so I'll be doing that next week. Anybody who knows you, yeah, this comes as no surprise. Yeah, you why would be up at quarter to three in the oh, morning yeah. tearing up carpet. Oh, yeah. you know, I do it all the time. Do, do stuff like that all the time because it's the best time to get to work. Is yeah. you know, oh dark thirty, and then by the time everybody gets up, you're done, yeah. <laughs> you know, and ready. Yeah, I used to tell people because I would leave the building here around ten o'clock or something like that, and all the smokers used to be out behind the back door, and I used to leave there and say, "Must be nice to get off at ten. Must be nice to go home at 10. I said, "Well, first of all, I'm not going home. I'm going to see about four clients, so I'll get home about three o'clock this afternoon." But I started at midnight, so at midnight tonight, when I get started, I'll give you a holler, and you can just meet me here. How's that? Sound? Oh no, don't you? No, I'll just give you a call. You can meet me here, and we'll have a good time for the next sixteen or seventeen hours together. What do you think? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're burning cigarettes outside for about an hour, you yeah, know, yeah. that adds up to about three hours out of your day. You're standing out here. I don't stop. I don't stop till I hit the bed, and that's sometime in the 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Right. range. And there just so happens to be one on side of the highway about that's a mile right. and a half <laughs> up the street. So. Hey, Eric Walsh, there's a mattress on 35 southbound between Starlight Terrace and Weedner, right by the Harley dealership. It's been there for at least a week because I've been driving 35 on a week this week, and it's been right there. It's in the in the spe- half of it's in the speed lane. King size mattress. Mm-hmm. You, anybody seeing that right now? Anybody? You can call us up and tell us if you see it. But it's right there, 35 southbound between Starlight Terrace and Weedner. It's right there. They had a fire on the other side, north side, at the No-Tail Motel overnight as well. Right. Okay, let, let me dive into this thing here about abortion activists. Um, the White House will not tell abortion activists to avoid SCOTUS Justice's home. If anything happens to any of these folks, you lay it right at their feet over to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm telling you right now, because Jen Psycho had a chance yesterday to tell these weirdo wacko protesters over this abortion thing, which does not outlaw abortion. She had a chance to say, do not go to their homes. Do not publicly harass them. They are not political figures. They're not political. Leave them alone. She had, she had a chance to say that. From the world's largest bully pulpit, the White House. She had a chance to say that, and she didn't say it. She was asked about it. She said this, quote, The president shares the horror that he saw in that draft opinion. With all the heated protests right down the street at the Supreme Court, they've had to place that huge wire fence around the Supreme Court. Eight feet tall wire fence around the Supreme Court. The president's view is that there's a lot of passion from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document, you know. Yes, but the deuce says to Psycho, uh, well, they posted the home addresses of the justices. Some of them have young children. Some of them have young children. 
Does the president support them going over there? Well, for, for many, many people across the country, the president shares that. He understands there's a lot of, a lot of passion about this. She should have said, no, you stay the hell away from their homes and their children. Leave them alone. She should have said that, but she didn't. I think we shouldn't lose the point here, said Psycho, Jen Psycho. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years. There is no abortion law in this country. It does not exist. There was never a law written, never debated in Congress, never signed by a president. So it has not been law for 50 years. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. Jen Psycho is an activist, and that's why she's going to MSNBC. They hire activists. That's what she is. And so if anybody, any of these justices are harmed, you put it right at the feet, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You lay it right there at that doorstep. If Because they had a chance to stop this. Just like we saw Will Smith encourage other attacks on comedians, and the way they handled the Will Smith atrocity, the man should have been let out of the Oscars in handcuffs and arrested for what he did to Chris Rock. I said so at the time. I say so now. He has, he has encouraged others to do the same thing, and you had a guy with a knife, fake gun, you flip it open, and out comes a knife. you got a guy with a knife trying to get after Dave Chappelle this week. And by the way, that great DA out in L.A. is just going to charge him with a misdemeanor, a slap on the wrist. So I'll say this again. Do not be shocked or surprised when one of your favorites dies on stage because they had a chance to stop this. They had a chance to say to Will Smith, you're under arrest, you're not going to do this. Instead, he was allowed to sit down and hurl expletives at Chris Rock. And the same thing two nights ago when this guy did it to Dave Chappelle, oh, well, slap on the wrist. So don't be surprised or shocked. Mark my words. When one of your favorites dies on stage because they refuse to do anything about this stuff. And the same is true with the Supreme Court justices. Their lives have been threatened. Sam Alito was not, could not go to a public event two nights ago because his life is in danger. And the White House has had a chance to say something about that, and they refuse to. Meanwhile... Pro-abortion activists are targeting Catholic churches for protests on Mother's Day this coming Sunday. Happy Mother's Day! Your, your church is going to be full of these protesters, these pro-abortionists. Happy Mother's Day! While you're saying the rosary, kneeling and getting up, while the priest is blessing the, the host, while your pastor's preaching the sermon, whatever, Pro-abortion activists are now targeting churches. The protest led the Washington, D.C. police to put that fence up to protect the justices. I told you about that. Well, now there are six, uh, or they say there are the pro-abortion organizing group Ruth sent us, which is named after Ruth Bader Ginsburg, says that six extremist Catholics set out to overturn Roe, talking about the justices. So stand at or in a local church on Sunday, May 8th. Remember a few days ago when I said that they were going to be threatening churches and Christians? Chris, you are nodding. Do you remember when I said that? That they are going to come for the churches and they're going to come for the Christians. That Christian persecution is about to ramp up in this country. Well, it's going to happen this Sunday. They're coming to the churches. They are being sent by these radical organizations to come to the churches, protest outside and or inside. Some of their plans are, just so you'll know if you see it in your church on Sunday. They want to have die-ins in the church where they're going to lay down inside of the church while you're there worshiping. They're going to be laying down in the churches. They're also going to be protesting outside. They had a group that painted a Catholic church in Portland last night. Did you hear about this? They painted on the front of it. So it's very real. They're coming after the churches. They're coming after Christians right now. Because why? Because Christians stand for life, and they can't stand. Demons cannot stand life. And so they're coming for the Christians because Christians stand for life. And they're coming to the churches this coming Sunday. Now, we all know that Joe Biden is an unparalleled disaster. Our country has never, 
ever experienced anything like what we're experiencing under Joe Biden right now. And he called the MAGA group the most extreme. But let me just run through some of Joe Biden's accomplishments real quick, okay? Crashed the stock market down a 1,000 points yesterday. Why? Because now the Fed is slamming on the brakes on the economy. Why? Because Joe Biden brought on the worst inflation we've ever seen. He has provoked food shortages. He opened the borders to millions of illegal aliens and criminals. He has presided over historic rises in murder on the streets, inflation, and drug overdoses, as well as corresponding a plunge in the overall life expectancy here in the United States. He has dragged the United States into a war with a nuclear-armed power on behalf of a corrupt foreign government that once bribed his drug-addicted son, and he once bribed that government. Schools are in total disarray because of tranny crapola they keep pulling in the schools. I'm a pansexual, said the, the teacher to the elementary students this week. Permanent looting is going on. Latin American levels of wealth inequality in America. Tampons in the boys' bathroom. Six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight dollar a gallon of gasoline. Unprecedented racial hatred and division. Homelessness, mental illness, suicide, and a Chinese government that's laughing at us because we are destroying ourselves all for no good reason. And this was the president, if you remember when he was in the basement, I'm going to return us back to normal. We're not in normal times under Donald Trump. I'm going back to normal. And you know what the thing about Joe is? He's, he's old enough that he'll, he's never going to be held accountable for any of this, any of this that he's doing. And he told us people who don't support him, the MAGA crowd, are the biggest threat that faces this country. That's why they are doing this ministry of truth. They're coming after you unless you support the Democrats. If you don't support the Democrats, they're coming after you. That's why this ministry of truth exists. That's why Merrick Garland yesterday announced this whole, I mean, we got real crime in the streets. We got, we got groups of roaming thugs shooting people in the streets in America, United States of America. People ask me all the time, is it safe to go to Mexico? Well, yeah, I'd rather go to Mexico than here. Um... So we got that going on in the United States, and Merrick Garner announced yesterday, we're opening up an office of environmental equality and equity. An office of what? Environmental equity. Because black people, brown people, and people of different sexual proclivities, they're the ones who suffer the most from, from the environment being out of black. Say what? What are you talking about? That's right. Their neighborhoods are affected more by global warming than any other neighborhood. What are you talking about? What drugs are you on? Have you been hanging with Depp and Heard? You were on a yacht with Depp and Heard, weren't you? You start talking like that, you were on a yacht with Depp and Heard. You were in a Depp and Heard yacht. What the hell is going on? So anyway, then Joe Biden yesterday laid out the open mat, the welcome mat, for more to come from the South when he said, hey, we're celebrating Cinco de Mayo. And I want amnesty for all illegal immigrants. I want a pathway to citizenship. We're an immigration nation. No, we're not. We're a nation of citizens, sir. He said there's bipartisan support for amnesty for illegal immigrants brought to the United States. Not only is it the right thing to do, it's the economically smart thing to do as well, he said. 25 out of every 100 children in grades kindergarten through senior high school speak Spanish. You know that, right? This is, what he, this is Joe Biden yesterday. So instead of saying to that 25... You need to learn English. You need to learn English. Instead of saying that, instead of doing that, what Joe Biden said was, the rest of us better get, get in line because you're going to be brown soon and you better learn how to speak Spanish. We, he said this, we will conquer all those folks who, in fact, who have gotten in the way of us bringing, Italy, uh, bringing uh, amnesty to illegal immigrants. That's what Joe Biden said yesterday in celebration of Cinco de Mayo. So instead of saying to them, you must assimilate into our culture, use our language, use what we do here in the United States and our ways of doing it. No, he's telling people of the United States to become them. You need to become Latin America. <laughs> yep, he's nuts. Fruitier than a nutcake. All right, I got to tell you over a fruitcake. Nut nuttier than a fruitcake. Got to tell you about my friends at Shirts Funeral Home. Great people, great family, your family funeral home. For everything you need done, Shirts Funeral Home is it. I want you to depend on Shirts Funeral Home to take care of you, take care of your family at your greatest time of need. 
Shirts Funeral Home will bless you. They'll take care of you. They'll take care of your family, whether you're talking about at time or whether you're talking about uh, pre-planning and pre-need. Shirts Funeral Home is here for you. At Shirts Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Sunshine and hot today, 94. Really hot tomorrow and Sunday, right around 100 both of those days. Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This opinion is dark. It is incredibly dangerous, no, she's and it running. is not just about a woman's right to choose. She's it's running. about much more than that. That's right. It's about them losing power. She's running. I've been saying it for two years. She's running because you know what? I told you, I told you, it is hers, and she was denied what is rightfully hers. That's Hillary. That's Hillary. Hillary. 626. All right, Don, don't scout me for this. But Elizabeth Warren just tweeted, I'm madder than hell, and I'm determined to fight like hell, is what she said. So she must be going on the war path. She must be putting on her war makeup, war paint, and getting ready to head on out. Going to grab her quiver. It's loaded with arrows, and she'll be headed out. Uh, I told you not to scout me for it. No. I wouldn't do that. All right. And I also told you I've already – do you get this way when when you're going on vacation, you kind of already check out before you get there? You know, I I have a three – I'm off – Till Tuesday after today, and I and I feel the same way. It's yeah. only a three day weekend, right? But, you know, I'm chopping at the bit down here. This thing is going to get nutty at seven. I can tell you that because right. I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do this. I want to be over there doing that. So, how bad is it when we look? We're looking forward to Rima being the voice of reason. On right, this that's one. pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I you things know things have come completely unhinged. Look, that's the case. I love what I do, and you know that, and everybody right. that knows me knows that I love this. I was born to do this. Right from the age of six. This is all I ever wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. When uh, CBS owned us for about 10 minutes, you know, actually a couple of years, uh, it, 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 I, I really started to think about what I might do if they were to blow this thing up and do something else with it, right? So I, I really looked around and thought about maybe I'll try this, maybe I'll try that, maybe I'll do something else in my life, you know. I may have to do something else in my life. So for two years I did that and worked really hard at that, and it came back to this. What would wake me up at midnight without an alarm clock excited to get in and do my job? And right. I couldn't come up with it. Nothing came to me. This is this is what I, I love to do this. And every once in a while I get to go preach a message about Jesus. I love to do that. And so that's it. This right. is this is what does my life. Yeah. So uh, anyway. I know uh, how you feel. I mean, I'm about the same age Yes, I you was. too. That's you, like you too. six when I decided this was what I wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, both of us. But, you know, the thing is I actually – uh, there was a time where I kind of stepped back for a while. Yeah, and I didn't. You know, I was still working in the industry. Yeah, but not. It wasn't my main source of income. Right. Um, I was I was working at a job corps. Yeah, and um, and did that for about a year and a half, two years. Right. Um, just just you know to try something different. Sure. Yeah, but I think it was in my mid thirties, and I thought, well, I you know I don't know. I've been at this for twenty years. I don't know if you know if this is. All there is to life, or what? So right. I'll try something else. Do so, something else. You know, well, but I, just, I, but I was still able to, you know, get, sure. my, get my radio fix sure. a, you know, a few times a week. So, so I love doing this, but when when vacation comes, when you haven't had it in a while, and yeah, you know, to go. And we had, a, yeah, we had a, we had quite a year last year with mm-hmm. all of Sean's stuff, and the beginning of this year with all of mm-hmm. Sean's stuff, and right. so this is going to be an opportunity. And I'm really looking forward to getting home and and pressure washing the house and the driveway and uh, painting uh, some stuff I need to you know paint and and building some shelves to rearrange the barn and you know that's that kind of thing just excites me at this point <laughs> I, she don't believe you <laughs> hey, elaine's shaking her head in well hey, elaine, elaine i'm gonna be honest about what i'm gonna do with my time off i'm gonna be drunk off my ass <laughs> no you're not yeah it's my, you don't drink it's, I, I, it's my birthday weekend i'm tur- i'm getting crazy that's right yeah. sunday's your birthday isn't right. it yeah mother's day is your birthday yeah that's right so this mother has got a birthday. <laughs> it's the mother of all birthdays. <laughs> There's a difference between T-H-A and T-H-E-R. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my brother messaged me the other day. My brother just turned 50. My younger brother just turned 50 last month. And he messages me and, and says, hey, old man, what are you going to do for oh, your birthday? Oh, old man. Oh, man. And I said, oh, man. We'll come here and whip your butt. We're going to get, get crazy. I'm going to New Mexico. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You are. You are. What a way to celebrate. So, <laughs> going from hot to so hot. So, how, how do you care about saying how old you're going to be on Sunday? Uh, 50. 54. Okay. I had to think about well, it. Well, no, me. I know. That's that's yeah. exactly how it is in your 50s. How old am I? You're damn near 60. <laughs> okay. We'll take a break for the news. <laughs> Coming right. <laughs>
The Justice Department is issuing an interim final rule that will restore the use of an important law enforcement tool, supplemental environmental projects, subject to new guidelines and limitations. Get it. 638 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Page, KTSA.com. All right, so it's going to be hot today. It's going to be hot tomorrow. going to be hot on Sunday. Uh, please take care of the old folks and take care of the, uh, the pets. Do not chain the dog up outside because they'll come get you. Leave that dog inside and let, let that dog get some cold air. All right, so um, a little bit on the Depp Heard thing, just to just a tiny little bit. Uh, she's been on the stand the past couple of days. It's a, a real mess. She's a real mess. But over at the uh, New York Post this morning, somebody had gone through, and they had taken the, the lines that she is answering the questions with, and they compared it to movie lines. <laughs> and apparently, I don't know, I don't know, but apparently she's been lifting lines from famous movies and using those as her answers to the attorneys. I don't know. Uh, that's what these people say. Look, here she is. She said this, and this is what the line was in the movie. Like, frankly, Scarlett, I don't give a damn. And, you know, it's like, that's a bit of a knockoff. Uh, not that bad, but, you know, not right. quite that obvious, but you know what I mean. Frankly, you can't stand the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, right. Uh, Amber, you might want to use one that are you know, a little more nuanced. You know what I mean? It'd be, I'd be impressed if she were, was responding with lines from his movies. Yeah, well, that, yeah. see, that's that what I. Doesn't that make more sense? Yeah, right. Like, if she just whipped out some Captain Jack Sparrow, sure. right, you know, got yeah. really flamboyant. Hello. You know? yeah. <laughs> or just walked around with this astonished look on her face like he did in Edward Scissorhands. Well, yes, exactly. You know? Or, you know, ch- Chocolate Factor, Willy sure. Wonka, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But um, anyway, so I don't know. I don't know if that's right or so not. So did but... you watch any of the hearings yesterday? Oh, of course I did. So. Yes. Well, you know, this is what I do. Right. So, yeah, I did. And uh, it, it was, yeah. I, I you know, you, you look at her tears and I, they just don't seem real to me. I don't see any water or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And any time that I have cried in my life and I go to blow my nose, I don't inhale. I push it out. You know what I'm saying? She was inhaling through her her Kleenex yesterday <laughs> and rubbing the side of her nose. And, and instead of blowing the stuff out that, that you know, is produced when you cry, she's, uh, she's sucking in. And uh, then there was this other thing where she's standing there. She's talking to an attorney or something at the table. Now, there's a bottle of water that on the table where she sits, and it had that, like, squirt stuff you put in it to, you know what I'm talking about, flavorize your water. Just a regular water bottle like this one, a plastic water bottle, but it had, you know, orange. So that was sitting there. But she had a water bottle like this with clear water in it. Well, clear something in it. And she was screwing the top off on it, and a bailiff walked by, and she screwed the top back on real fast and shoved it in her pocket. So why are you shoving? Why what's 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 up with that? What's 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 I mean? I don't know. Why are you trying to hide water from the bailiff? What's the big deal? I don't think the bailiff would have a problem with you having water, but that's kind of weird. Um, so that went on, and then of course you know we've we've already went through the whole Kleenex and wiping your nose like that out of a Kleenex, and I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me, but that's that's that was that was pretty much the excitement yesterday. That was it, and more about what a horrible person Johnny Depp is, and I don't know if he's a horrible person or not. I don't know who to believe out of this whole thing or not. Um, she's not coming off to me as being all that real and being genuine, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. Right. You know, I'm thinking that there's a little bit of truth and a little bit of and a whole lot of lies on both sides. I think uh, he's just laughing. He's having a good time with us. He's smiling, shaking his head. Uh, they keep showing him every time she says something nutty, and re- I keep waiting for him to just say something or break out yeah. in one of those characters. Yeah. You know? So say, see, I told you, yeah, <laughs> w- w- right. Or you see what I see what I was married yeah, to, right? You know that kind of thing. And you know he's almost sixty. He's fifty-eight. He's my age. We're right. both the same age. Yeah. What you doing marrying a child? <laughs> I mean, you know, she was twenty-something when he got married. What? What? Come on, man. You, you, look, when you raise kids, you don't want to marry one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about your own. I'm talking about you don't yeah, want to marry a kid later on in life. You just don't. It's just uh, not something I want to do. Well, Come get on, back, man. Get Come back on. to me on that when I'm 80. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe I no. will. <laughs> no, I have a friend that used to say that. He used to tell his wife in front of me. He used to insult me. 
well, because he was insulting her, he would say, you know, when you turn 50, I'm going to trade you in for 225s. And I used to say to him, what in the world are you drinking? You don't want to raise another kid. You done raised four. What do you want to raise another one for? You know, keep what you got. Love on her, man. Sure. Take her to the grave with you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Go, you know, don't do that. Um, Trump wanted to bomb the cartels in Mexico. <laughs> why do I laugh when I say that? I don't. I don't know why, but it just um, it seems a little funny to me. Right. That well, he, you know, because it, it leads to the 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 impression that perhaps he wanted to drop, you know, fat man on. Well, <laughs> on one of the cartels. He did it in Afghanistan, right? Right. The mother of all bombs. Yeah. And he wiped out ISIS. Right. He got rid of ISIS. It didn't exist. It's now reconstituted and back. So is Al Qaeda. So is the Taliban. They're all back. And but uh, un- under Trump, he had wiped all that out. He got rid of Soleimani, which he was the biggest terrorist. He was doing more blowing up of stuff mm. than anybody else. He got rid of him, and then he said, "Look, we got all these drugs coming across. It would be really huge. It would be fantastic if we were just to, you know, target with drones, fly some drones into Mexico, and blow up the cartels." drug manufacturing plants we know where they are we sit here and watch it happen we know where they are so that was his plan and he called in mark esper he said why don't you, you know it reminded me of the can you just I- inject some lysol to get rid of this stuff remember bleach yeah yeah can you just inject some bleach to get rid of covid it kind of reminded me of that but right. y- you know um <laughs> we do have a big drug problem from the cartels down to the south and he wanted to wipe out the um just the plants kind of like what bill clinton did Wag the dog when he bombed the candy factory over there. Remember that? And uh, everybody was like, well, he's bombing it. You know, he's taking out a, a strategic location. No, he bombed a candy candy factory. Wag, total wag the dog when Bill Clinton was going through the Mono incident. Well, Trump really wanted to go after the, the drug cartel manufacturing plants. And he called in. This is according to Mark Esper when he was sec deaf. Called him in and said, can't we do this? And he said, no, we're not going to go down there and do that. But, you know. We're over in Ukraine, and we're fighting a war against Russia right now. And we're fighting everywhere else, and we're involved everywhere else, except at our own border, taking care of our own border. All right, quick break. Back in just a minute, there's a uh, a great place that used to be open as an outdoor venue, and it's shut down for years, but it's coming back, and this boy is fired up about it. Courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And speaking of Pastor Sean Azaro, i got to tell you about something I'm really fired up about, excited about. I've, I've been mentioning this, and I wanted to have him on. The Verizon Amphitheater was one of my favorite places to go out there in Selma for the longest time. I saw some great concerts, some great shows out there, and have been lo- fortunate enough to to be on the stage out there. And my granddaughters have performed out there in the spring, or their shows and stuff like that. And uh, and so um, uh, it... it you know, it went belly up uh, during the the day when Clear Channel spun them off and all that kind of stuff, and it kind of sat there for a long time until River City Community Church bought that land out there, and uh, Pastor Sean Azaro is is the uh, lead pastor over there, and he's got a great vision for what is now called the Real Life Amphitheater, and he joins me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. My brother, how are you this morning? Trey, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you. Same here. I'm glad to have you on this morning. I'm excited you're going to bring this place back, and and uh, you've teamed up with the Tobin, right? Is that how this is working? Yes, we have. They're doing uh, ticketing and booking for us, and it's been a great, great friendship. Those guys are wonderful. We love working with them. Oh yeah, and they've already brought in some uh, you know great shows down at the Tobin, but now some outdoor shows are coming, and I can't tell you how I'm excited about uh, how how super excited I am to to get back out there and watch some of these shows. So May 22nd, Zach Brown's coming, right? Yes, sir. Zach Brown Bam. T- tell tell me more about it. Well, th- this is our really first kind of thing that we've done together our cooperative concert with tobin and zach brown what a great band to have open the event it's may 22nd that's a sunday night 7 to 11 uh and we're just we we couldn't have asked for a better band to open this thing up yeah um and so uh you know tickets are available um and you you all all the usual places i'm quite sure to get tickets at the tobin do you guys have tickets there yeah, you can just go to you can go to reallifeamps.com, reallifeamps.com. You can get t- tickets, or you can go to the Tobin box office, which is a very easy way to do it as well if you want to do that directly. Yeah, and people who already have an account there, you know what we're talking about, the, the app and everything. So what, what, what is your vision for the theater itself? Well, we're, it's part of a complex that we're calling the Real Life Center. And the Real Life Center is all about helping people find and live the real life they were created for. 
So the amphitheater is just a huge part of that. You know, we want to have family-friendly events. We want to have bands. Of course, we do Christian things as a, as a Christian ministry. We do Christian shows, Christian events. But we also wanted to be able to do cultural events and, and just secular, just great music concerts. So Tobin's been a wonderful help with that. And we feel like this is a way for us to really connect with the community in a way that ordinarily, as a church, we wouldn't have the opportunity to do. Yeah, so We I mean, just love that we can offer that. Yeah, I mean, it's really kind of cool that you can reach out that way and, and have somebody like Zach Brown come in and do a show on May 22nd there. And I know you've got other ideas are there other shows i guess not ready to announce now but others that are in the pipeline right there are and there's one we can announce it's already been made public uh kansas and 38 special whoa. On august 20th they're gonna be like, yeah whoa <laughs> don morgan just flipped his wig over there literally he has a wig and he just flipped it over there when you said kansas and 38 special that's awesome <laughs> awesome we're excited about that yeah yeah well we'll be there for that uh, as well and going to be there for zach brown uh, it was a year ago that I spoke at the steak night over there, and guys, if you're if you're interested in that too, y'all need to contact the church over there and talk to them about steak night because it's a really cool event that they do uh, monthly over there at the church. Sean, I appreciate you, and uh, look forward to talking more about the the real life amphitheater and everything that's going to be going on over there. It, it's just a place that I love. I've got great connection over there. Seen some great shows. Had my kids there with me, you know, and hanging out. So I'm I'm just glad it's coming back. I'm super fired up about it. Thanks, Trey. We are, too. And uh, looking forward to seeing you on May 22nd. Zach Brown. We'll be there. Pastor Sean Azaro, that's uh, the Real Life Amphitheater. Go online, get your tickets. Also, check them out at uh, the Tobin. You can get tickets over there as well if you already have an account. It's super easy to do. All right, so another Sean is going to be in here in just a minute. It's going to be Ware and Rima for a Friday. And i got to tell you, I'm already in a vacation frame of mind, so he'll be the sane one today. So we'll kick that off next. Coming up, KTSA.